Hello, lovely humans. My name is Wyo Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where I ask people to tell me about their sex lives in an effort to practice talking about sex and hopefully improve sex lives everywhere. And my guest today is Alexa. Welcome, Alexa. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Will you please give our listeners a little slice of your background, where you came from, age, whatever you want to share with us? Hello, my name is Alexa. I am 23 years old. I identify as a queer woman. I like who I like. I am attracted to whoever I am attracted to. And I am from a small town called Gilbert, Arizona. Very conservative, Republican town. So it's very interesting for my Mexican immigrant family to live there. But it's been great. It's a a nice place to raise a family, so I understand. But I couldn't wait to get out, so I came here to Los Angeles. I feel you. So what was it like growing up there? And what is your family like when it comes to sex? So uh, growing up there was quite interesting. Um, As I said, a conservative. I remember doing a play once for Grease Jr. in high school. We weren't allowed to say cigarette on stage. That kind of gives you the idea of what it was like. (laughs) My parents, they moved to Arizona sometime in the 80s. So it was interesting for them to kind of settle in into an a new environment, especially with being Spanish speakers. My dad started his own business and my mom has just been doing kind of like side jobs here and there. But yeah, it's, it's been, it's been fine. And then growing up in a Mexican and Christian household, Mm. sex was never really a topic. Really? Yes. Uh, The only thing my mom ever said to me was kind of like a warning of don't let people touch you down there. That's not a place for, for oh. like to be touched by people you don't want to. Okay. And that's that's it. Do you remember how old you were then? Um, I want to say maybe I was pretty young, maybe like eight. When I started going to friends' houses to for sleepovers, uh, she'd always warn me, like, make sure you lock the door when you go to the bathroom. Oh, wow. If they have a brother, just kind of stay away. Just be wary of their dads. Uh, Whoa! It was kind That's, of a those big, are some stark warnings. Yeah, it was a big warning. As a kid, I'm like, oh, okay. Did yeah. you know what it meant at all, or were you just like, um, okay, my brother's a brother? I'll stay I away. guess in a sense, yeah. I kind of knew that, like, oh, don't let them touch me. I didn't mm. realize what kind of touching she meant. Right. But yeah, she, with all of her warnings, was kind of a timid child. Mm. So that was kind of like the big ones. And did you get a sex talk or anything in school that you remember? I remember fifth grade. It was kind of like the regular period talk. Um, That's all I remember. I don't remember if we talked anything else. We talked about anything else. I know the boys and the girls are separated. I remember the little goodie bag we got with like a pad, a tampon. Oh my God. And deodorant. Yeah, we did. I was so excited to use a deodorant. I'm like, I can't wait. To use it. My armpits don't smell right <laughs> I'm now. I'm going to smell so good. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember like smelling it sometimes like, okay, maybe in another year. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But I, I only remember the period talk. And then it wasn't until seventh grade when we had the sex ed talk. Mm-hmm. But I knew about it before then. So in that transition, I went over to my friend's house for a sleepover And my friend's little sister went up to her mom and she said, hey, what's a prostitute? And I was just like, did you know you knew what a prostitute was? Kind of. I had the vague idea because of movies. Um, But she was super cool about it. She just said it like straightforward. Like, honey, this is someone who works. She's a worker, a sex worker. And kind of just give her the rundown. Oh. And then, yeah, it was super normal, which I really enjoyed seeing. There was no awkwardness, no Yay, weirdness. progressive for Arizona. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And she also explained what sex was in that moment, too. Because then she was like, what's sex? Mm-hmm. And so she said it right there. And that was my first time hearing what sex was. So I kind of, I had this like weird, vague idea mm. of what it was. So then when sex had came around... We learned more about it, more about the genitalia mm-hmm. and what it was producing, how it kind of like fits together. Yeah. yeah. And if you remember, can you tell us what some of the feelings around he- learning about it or hearing about it was for you? I felt very awkward. Mm-hmm. I was definitely one of those kids that you mentioned before, like 
covering or one of your guests yeah. covering my head, but still <laughs> listening. Um, and, it, and it was kind of giggle worthy, you know, trying to hear all the different words. Um, but I just felt very awkward. And I just like, I've, oops, it's okay. I've always felt weird, like even buying a bra. Mm-hmm. I remember um, when my body started to develop, I was like, I feel very uncomfortable having nipples right now. Right. Oh my God. Me. Yes. Really? I'm so yeah. glad you said that. I had the same experience and I was like, make them move away. Yeah. No <laughs> one can see that. I remember having a spaghetti strap. Those little like cami. With the camis, with yep. like the built-in mm-hmm. shelf bra. That's what I had. But then when I would get cold, my nipples would poke through. And I just remember being mortified that my dad might see that I had nipples. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do about it. Like I was just like. Nobody. And and now for, for our listeners, now I, le- I literally let my nipples hang out in actual life. <laughs> but in terms of just like t-shirts and bra, like I'm like, I don't give a shit. What's yeah. wrong? Like, like to the point where at a fitting for a commercial I booked a couple months ago, they were trying different outfits on and they were like, do you have a bra with you? And I was like, oh no, I just forgot about bras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not wearing a bra currently right now. Yeah, same. <laughs> Woo! Yes. Five. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I tend to go braless a lot, um, but yeah, I remember growing up and be, just being like, "Oh no, I can't, I can't have these nipples." So just like hearing about yeah. this in a public setting at school, it was anxiety-inducing, yeah. really. And then that's when this whole misconception started um, when we were learning about the vagina. We were learning about the penis. And we were learning about like semen and sperm and whatnot. I had this idea in my head that whenever like a a guy peed, that the sperm would come out with it as well. Like all the time, every time he peed. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't realize that it was like a stored thing that it would come out occasionally. It's like a very specific purpose. Yes. Got to switch pipelines. Yes. Um, I didn't know that mm-hmm. because it was so, it was kind of like a quick, quick thing and go in science class. Like, yeah. okay, we covered the basics. All right, let's move on. Yeah. They're like, now you know everything. We don't have to talk about yeah. it again. Yeah. Um, never talked about like same sex uh, mm. sex. Yeah. <laughs> Not in mine either. Yeah. It was very basic. And then, so that started a misconception in my head that, oh my God, if I share a bathroom with a guy, I'm going to get pregnant. <gasps> So it became a very real thing that I told myself in my head. And I became embarrassed oh. about it, like having to think that. Um, and at the time, I didn't think I was wrong, but right. I didn't know if I was right either. Well, it seems like it might affect your life in a huge way. Yeah, it 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 really did. I was 12 at the time. So, I mean, it was still young. Um so after that, I was really scared to share bathrooms with guys. Were there ever situations where you had to or, or did Sometimes it- at home. Really? Um, there was a designated uh, bathroom because my sisters and I shared the master bedroom just because there was like three of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had that bathroom and then my parents and my brother had the one okay. kind of like in the hallway. Yeah. After that, I avoided using that bathroom at all costs <sighs> and I did not like it. Oh my God. Yeah. And it continued where I would like just carefully put down like toilet paper or like in public bathrooms if it was going to be like a like a family bathroom I'll put down like the little sanitary paper um sharing bathrooms at my friend's house like it was a process it Mm. became like this really like the obsession the compulsion of doing all of this Mm -hmm. um just started happening and it progressed and it continued to become really big fear of mine yeah and to the point where like, if I, if I didn't follow the correct steps to, I guess, protect myself, I would get scared that I was gonna get pregnant. Yeah. And I would be so scared and so terrified that I would actually punch my stomach. Oh, whoa. Yeah. How long did that last? I wanna say, I guess like punching myself didn't last too long just because I didn't want to continue hurting myself. Mm -hmm. I was a big baby with pain. Mm -hmm. so (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is very contextual. It's very contextual. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) So 
that stopped quickly because as I got older, I started learning more about what sex really was, especially with the internet in my hand now. We can dial up. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's well, and you're. You're 23, so you are six years younger than I am. So you're at an age where information would have been a little bit more available to you. Yeah, I was like in the cusp. Like growing up, I had really not that much. And then second half blew up. So yeah, I had that more in like my grasp to learn about. So I started educating myself. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. I get it now. The fear was still kind of there mm-hmm. uh, just because it's been, it had been there for so long. Mm-hmm. And do you remember also in the sex ed classes that you got, did pregnancy and teen pregnancy come up there for you too? Because in my hometown, it was like highest teen pregnancy rate in California. Like be careful, <laughs> use condoms. Uh, not that I can think of on the top of my head. I'm sure we talked about right. it. We did. Um, I was just curious if there was some connection there. Yeah. I think they always, that's always kind of a big warning, right? Just, mm-hmm. you know, be careful, teen pregnancy and whatnot. But that's basically what I mainly remembered. Mm-hmm. Just like learning about the penis. I'm like, oh God, what is that? Mm-hmm. Um, but then growing up, the fear of pregnancy was still super real. It's still really real right mm-hmm. now that it affected my relationships with guys, I guess. I... For the longest time, I told myself that I was straight just because, you know, growing up in a Christian household, especially right. in, a, in a Mexican household as well, and in Arizona, I didn't really understand where I was in the sexuality spectrum. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm going to date guys. It's fine. Did you have crushes on girls from a young age or did you, or like, was it a conscious thing or? Um, yeah, I think it, I one of the earliest memories I had was when I was about nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sisters, they're much older than me, 16 and 14 years older. Oh, wow. So they had a lot of magazines, um, uh, especially Vogue magazines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fashion is always pretty forward and just showing. Oh, yeah. Like boobs, like yeah. whatever. It's not. Bring us the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Free the nipple and the butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I remember like flipping through some Vogue magazines and seeing these girls on the runway and being like, oh, what is that feeling I have down there? Mm. And I didn't realize what it was. Right. But that I also experienced that with Jude Law. Like he made me feel that. And I felt so weird that I didn't like looking at his face. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and that happened with Scarlett Johansson when I was little, mm-hmm. um, which made me avoid her face too. Mm-hmm. Just because like, I don't understand what that feeling is. Yeah. So I kind of ignored it for a while. And then, oh, this is a hilarious story. So I kind of ignored it for a while. And then, oh, this is a hilarious okay. story. How old were you? I was approximately on the internet looking okay. for a computer game that I was maybe 12, 13 and it was like a Disney channel game. And I just like clicked the name of it and I didn't put Disney channel at the end. So I just clicked the first thing. And oh, that's it was hilarious. What was the game? Yeah. You remember the name of the game? Like it was- So that was kind of like my first like, boom, porn. <laughs> Okay. It was okay. Okay, it was for the movie. Um, oh, that's Wendy Wu hilarious! I think it was the name of it. So I was just like Wendy Wu, <laughs> and I put it in, and it's just a porn star. And I was like, oh my god, I should yeah. look away, but yeah. I don't want to look away. And I closed yeah. all the tabs really quickly, left, <laughs> and I definitely had that like tingly feeling down there. And it's just like this feels good, but I feel like it's wrong. Did you grow up going so, to church? Did you get messages about like, to what kind of church as well. was it? Um, it was a and okay, yeah. Um, it was a Christian church, uh, Spanish. So it was just kind of like reading, um, like scripture and kind of like a life lesson. Yeah. So it was never really like sex forward or sexuality forward. Um, it was just kind of life lessons. So, yeah, again, never exposed to that anywhere. And so growing up, I was like, mm, I'm straight. So I never really had crushes on girls just because I didn't really know what I was total wanting. Sense to me. Or I experienced something that just reminds me of. Shut that out. I remember very specifically being in eighth grade and this 
girl who was in my class who I just thought was the prettiest girl, like the prettiest girl in school. She had dark hair and she was just, I thought her face was perfect. Like I just thought she was so beautiful. I remember one day she said, oh, Karin, that's my name. That's my birth name. She's like, oh, Karin, you're so pretty. And I remember thinking, oh my God, she just (laughs) said I was pretty. Like, this is amazing. And it wasn't literally until two years ago. So that was 12. So when I was 27, so 15 years later, I happened to be in Colombia, in the same city in Colombia that she was at the same time. And, and then we like both like girls and we ended up making out and just like dancing together. And I was like, oh my God, she was probably my first girl crush. I just had no idea. Yeah. So that just makes me think of that. Wow. You saying that actually, you know what? I think it was second grade. Yeah. Like I didn't understand what it was. What I just, you're even, yeah. What the feelings are. Yeah. I didn't get it, but I was just like, I love her hair. Mm-hmm. She's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I just want to like be around her, like be my friend. Yeah. I guess that's kind of like the same feeling. Yeah. Where but just, we're not primed yeah. for same sex stuff. Because with a boy, it's like, oh, he's a boy. He likes you. He has a crush on me. Yeah. Like that. Those were familiar patterns to me growing up. Right. That were recognizable. But this was something different. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't given to me as an option. Given the tools to understand what yeah. it was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what was the transition for like then from you from this this fear and kind of confusion into any sort of sex life? Yeah. So um, after finding out like what I started really liking in mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. it wasn't until in high school that I saw my first butch lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Do you remember? Okay. Tell us the details. I Where were you? What big, were the feelings? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go, go all in. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing her um, throughout, like, because I started high school in 10th grade. My middle school is uh, 7th through 9th. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing her. She kind of had longish hair. I was like, oh, she's okay. But it wasn't until my senior year that she, like, cut her hair, like, short. I was just like, wow. Wow. What is this I'm mm. feeling? She is so attractive. And she was so flirtatious with me. And I'm like, this is dangerous. I can't. <laughs> so, like, that was my first time that I was just like, okay. Okay, I know, I know what it is now, but I still try to shut it out as much as possible. I remember having like this existential moment in church, like, oh my God, do I like girls? And it was, it was pretty, it was pretty intense. But after that, moving to Los Angeles, going to performing arts college, Mm. everyone is really open yeah. And it's a hotbed for gay people. Yeah. Like we can just be anything. <laughs> and I loved it. Could, yeah. I loved it. I loved that openness and just being comfortable with who you are or just mm. trying to find who you are. Even in, in college, I tried to suppress it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until my last year that I met someone who I was super attracted to, like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw her from across the room and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is it. This is, this is what it feels like to just completely be engulfed by someone mm-hmm. in the first second you see them. And I just remember like seeing her and be like, please talk to me, but please don't talk to me. Please talk to me, but please don't talk yeah. to me. Because I was just really scared of what would happen next. And we became friends. And eventually, like, friendship kind of turned into us being like, hey, (laughs) I like you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we started a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think I was ready. I was kind of ready to go forward. Yeah. Um, We've had, like, talks about it as well. She knew that I was a virgin. Mm -hmm. So um she didn't want to like pressure me to do anything she also didn't want me to think like that was her only reason for talking to me and I was like thank you (laughs) the funny thing is that every time we like tried I guess like a heavy hot makeout Mm -hmm. session would happen she would start getting really nervous and immediately get hot she would get nervous yes (laughs) she would start sweating like Uh like a hot sweat and Uh like I feel sick because it would be too much Mm. for some reason so my friends would be like, so did you have sex yet? And I was like, not yet. And it's not because of me. Oh. <laughs> but she would just get so nervous. And after she'd calm down, she'd be like, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, eventually we like did the thing. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. You're touching me. I'm touching you. And I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will you give details? Yeah. Just give details. On, yeah. Well, first of all, 
I think it's lovely that you have such a supportive sounds like you have a lot of communication in your relationship. Yes. I think communication so that, is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Did that come into play the first time you guys actually finally did it? Yeah. yeah. So we, um, we kind of like, I went over to sleep over. It wasn't like a planned thing or anything, uh-huh. but like uh-huh. we talked about it and she's like, is this okay? Like, can we like move forward? And I was like, yeah, let me just take my clothes off. <laughs> I was like excited for it. I was like, finally, this has been building up. I've been yeah. ready. So we just talked it out and be like, what do you want? What's okay? What's too much? Mm-hmm. Um, did you have answers for those questions? Like, did you know? Not really. I was okay. just like, because, I don't know. I feel like it would have been the same as masturbating, but also a little different because it's with someone else right. and like something uh, new is being introduced. So it's just like, do your thing. Like, I'm cool with like the ride. Yeah. Um, and if it was too much, like. I'd let her know or she'd just kind of check in sometimes, but like in a sexy way and not being too worried. Um, Do you remember any like phrases you would use just if that might be useful to a listener? Yeah. Like I find that examples are so helpful. Yeah. I just remember being like that right there. That's great. Like Mm. keep doing that or like can you be slower, faster or something like softer? Yeah. Just stuff like that. Um, I just remember it was was overwhelming Mm -hmm. at first, like to – orgasm by someone else's yeah being I guess and not your own yeah <laughs> it was it was intense I got a little a little lightheaded. and I was like "Ooh, this is fun yeah but yeah that was that was great so it was like when we first started out it was kind of her more doing because I I'm I was new to it yeah so it's just like her trying to like get me comfortable mm-hmm. so it wasn't until a little while after that I was like all right I think I, I think I know what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. will you give us details? Like, or you, how did, like, what's, what was a progression like? Or it doesn't have to be like from that first time, like remembering the exact things, but like you guys go down on each other. Do you prefer more hands or will you talk? Like, yeah. do you feel comfortable talking about yeah. your preferences and her preferences? So, and- at first, it was more hand stuff just mm-hmm. to get comfortable. Um, and then it like easily progressed to like, like her like eating me out or kind of lingus and whatnot and it felt great yeah um and I definitely like wanted to touch her for sure so I was just wanted to wait until that moment that I was comfortable and like ready to do what I needed to do or like have the knowledge of what to do mm-hmm. um so so that's when it started I was like okay I'm ready to touch you too and you know like rubbing on the clit or like going inside and I was like all right to please like you have to let me know if this is yeah. weird or too much or like the you got an angle me. or the yeah. finger in the wrong exactly. place or like one or two three like what's yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> um like work your way up you know yeah. and so that happened I remember like the first time um I went down on her amazing like it's something I had been wanting to do since I was younger but it was like something that I you know, well, I found it very away. intimidating. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Cause I'm just like, oh, I don't, am I going to do it right? Is it going to be right or wrong? And so I feel like it's, and it, then when it there is that build was, up, right. You're like, okay, I'm definitely the 22 year old virgin. So it's like, yeah. what, <laughs> what am I, I'm, I'm hoping I can do this. Yeah. Um, but it's good. We've been really open mm. and like with communication and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely that first time was awesome. And That's fantastic. Yeah. How many people get to say that? Right? I hope a lot. Actually, <laughs> hey, listeners, let us know. How many of you had a fantastic first time? Woo-hoo. I want to know. Like, I'm so curious because mine was fine, but it wasn't fantastic. It wasn't terrible. It was, mm-hmm. it was interesting, I guess. I will say some of the details of the first time, though. Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. As I said, she would get really hot and nervous. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes she, it would be so much that she'd have to, like, go throw up. <laughs> That's extremely nervous. Yes. The first time she ever got hot was on my birthday. This was pre-sex. Um, it was just like a makeout session. She's like, whoa, I'm getting really sweaty for some reason. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, I don't know. I feel like it's just too much stimulation. Oh, my God. And she's like, I think I need to go to the bathroom. And then she just pukes. She was so embarrassed. Had that ever happened to her before? With- no. Oh my she said God. it never happened. I know. Oh, my God. I was like, oh. <laughs> 
I'm laughing in the kitchen quietly because right. I don't want to make her feel embarrassed. Right. But I have like a water cup like in hand, like ready to give to her when she's comes out. That's sweet. She was mortified. She was ready to leave. And I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. Like it's totally fine. Um, so we talked it out. She was she's like, I'm never gonna show my face again. But fast forward to the first time. Uh She's like touching me and then she gets like overwhelmed again and she's like, hold on. So she goes to the bathroom. She's like, okay, I need a second. And then we start again. And then she's going down on me. <laughs> she, she looks up. She's like, what the fuck? And she sees that her nose starts bleeding. She gets a bloody nose oh in the middle gosh. of it. At first I was like, oh my God, am I? But I was like, wait, I'm not on my period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so she has like this nosebleed. So we have to go to the bathroom and clean up. Like my face is a little bloody. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So then finally, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was such a fun story. So <laughs> So has that continued or now that you're more comfortable with each other, has that kind of stopped or is there yeah, the occasional it, nosebleed or was it, it just? It definitely stopped now. Wow. Um, there has been a few nosebleeds. She has uh, nosebleeds often. Okay, okay. But it's not like a nervous. No. Not, no, a, not, not a nervous nosebleed of yeah. recurring. Yeah, quality. we're good. Okay. We're good now. <laughs> no more hot sweats. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have a personal question. Sure. Do you guys go down on each other when you're on your periods? Yeah. You do? Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I don't normally like to have sex on my period. Mm -hmm. Like, um, just because I feel really gross and I have really bad cramps. Mm. And I know, like... Do you know orgasms can yes, help the cramps? they do. Okay. And they can help. Um, but it's at the time where I'm just like, eh, I feel I don't you. want it. <laughs> um, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then her as well. Like, we just want each other so badly. We don't care. Mm -hmm. Um Always, you know, lay out a towel. Yeah. Keep it clean. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Hear, hear that, listeners? Your body changes depending on the month, mm -hmm. month to month. Not just like <laughs> throughout the month, but like some days, some days I'm on my period and want to have sex and some days not. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> do you guys use any toys or have you incorporated, like how has your sex life changed since you have gotten more comfortable? Yeah, we've um, started with like, new like new positions mm -hmm. or um like what what are some positions okay my favorite has to be like doggy style like i love it yeah i love it <laughs> okay for people who don't know talk about what two girl doggy style is like so um i'm on my hands and knees or vice versa mm -hmm. we're definitely verse mm -hmm. um and either like fingers you can use a toy strap on or whatnot mm -hmm. um but it just feels, it feels amazing personally to me just mm -hmm. because it hits a certain spot. And I'm like, yes, there it is. Amazing. We're going, we're going to town. So um, that's basically kind of like what it is for us. That's great. Yeah. Do you have any favorite toys or like things you use or? Yeah. Um, so we've actually been talking about toys um, and it's been like, kind of like a recent talk because we haven't used them yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, communication is definitely really important in this one like yeah. what you like what you don't like what do you prefer um so we've been in conversation about that and also just like looking for what would be right for us mm -hmm. so that's happening mm, currently. very exciting <laughs> yeah cool. uh, we've been looking at stockroom that's my favorite sex shop yeah it's we yep. saw it once and we're like what? i was gonna say have you been to their new location on glendale boulevard like it's it's because they, they used to be on Sunset, and then they moved to a different place on Sunset, and now they're on Glendale Boulevard. Oh. Are you just checking them out online? Yeah, I saw them. I, I saw a store. I don't know which one it was, but it's like in a in a, like a parking lot. It's really small with mm -hmm. like a black-gated mm -hmm. kind of place. Mm -hmm. That's where I saw. Yeah. So I saw some latex. Yep. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, they have a great selection of latex. I haven't worn any latex. Stuff. I, I mean, I, I try them on sometimes, but I'm just, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I have to take care of it. That seems like work. Yeah, so we've been looking online. That's great. Yeah. And I will say the people who work there, very knowledgeable. Awesome. Yeah. Like the the times that I've gone, I, I went with my with my master a couple months ago and it was just so it was such a turn on too to just like browse everything with your partner and like look at the stuff and be like, What do you think this does? And then like right. we would like talk about it and make guesses and then we would ask the person that worked there, like, what does this actually do? <laughs> it's one of my favorite things <laughs> That's to do. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm interested in going. I just wanted to, you know, be knowledgeable, browse online, and then actually go. It's always important, you know, to see it. So see are it. there any toys that are, like, grabbing your attention or things that you think you might like to try or just thoughts in that um, way? Yeah, definitely, like, a strap-on, like, yeah. and harness and whatnot. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm basically open to trying, like, kind of any toy. The only thing I will say is that I, I wouldn't I wouldn't get into butt plugs. <laughs> I, I can't. Fair. Okay. <laughs> that is just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't want anything being inserted into my butthole, but, um, I am cool with like having someone's mouth <laughs> there great. and okay. we've done that with each other too, which is great. And it feels awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the insertion parts. So I'm, I'm a little weird. So no finger. What about like finger around the edge? Yeah. That's You've fine. done that, but yeah. it's the insertion that's yes. like not. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. like, oh, I don't know. I feel you. I honestly, I probably would not have gotten into butt stuff the way that I am now. Like the way that I'm like, yes, I want this on my menu for the rest of forever. If I hadn't had a partner who loved it so much, mm -hmm. he really, it's almost like the passion. <laughs> like his excitement for it allowed me to get comfortable enough with, with what it was because I was like, this is weird. Like I have so much, um, even just the other day I was writing an email to him and I was just like, sometimes I still think it's hilarious and weird that I'm into butt stuff. Because <laughs> it's such a strange, like, random, I don't know. But um, You like what you like, you know? You, like you gotta you figure like. it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so exciting. Okay, let's see. Do you have any tips for the audience in terms of cunnilingus going down on women? Just anything that you're like, oh, this is my secret trick or anything like that? <laughs> I will say, you know, always start off gentle. For sure. Mm -hmm. You don't know if someone's sensitive or not or just like what what's going on down there. So definitely like a, a slight tease would be great. You know, work your way up there. What kind um, of teases do you do? I love kisses. OK, for sure. Like vagina kisses, like kissing yeah, on like vagina. thighs to to vagina. Mm. Um, one of my favorite things just because like I love her so much is just like lightly will kiss her clit. Yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty much like the light kisses there. And then just like work my way around it, you know, mm -hmm. start off soft. And then she's really into like tongue insert mm -hmm. into the vagina. And mm -hmm. it feels great too. Like I like it as well. It's just like, whoa, I never, yeah. never really felt that before. Like figured that would be a thing. Yeah. So have you ever gotten a tongue cramp? Not a tongue cramp, but sometimes I'll be like, oh, my God, my jaw. <laughs> oh, like this part. Yeah, right here. We're pointing to like the edges of our jaw. And for me, like yes. like the below part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the medical term. The below, the below, the below part. part of your jaw. <laughs> yes. Like the, where your tongue attaches to the mm -hmm. back. The kind like of like lower yeah. muscle. Yeah. That muscle starts getting a little tight and you're like, all right. Time to stretch it out. We'll I mean, that's that. when you've got to do your daily tongue stretches that like come with your voice exercise. Right. Like, huh. Exactly. <laughs> Bring that VPS work in. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. And what about, do you stick to mostly mouths and add hands or is it pretty back and forth? Or like, do you do, here's the mouth time, here's the hand time, here's the together mouth and hand time? Or? It's kind of what we feel in the moment, okay. really. Yeah, sometimes we'll just start with hands um, or we start with mouths uh, mm -hmm. or both at the same time. Definitely. I mean, yesterday we were 69ing, so that was great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you take turns who's on top and who's underneath or does um, it just depend? Or sometimes you're sideways? I guess or? it just depends. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes I like to be on top, but it's just like whatever it, it happens <laughs> in the yeah, wherever you end up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been it's been good. Can you focus when you're 69ing? Because sometimes I'm like, receiving pleasure. No giving pleasure. Can't. Ah, brain explodes. <laughs> Do you ever experience that? Yeah. Sometimes like just me, like going down on her will like almost make me orgasm mm. just because I like it so much. Oh my God. <laughs> that's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so a few times where she's not even touching me and I'm like, oh God. Oh. <laughs> but um I think that actually propels me to do more. Mm. Like I'm starting mm -hmm. to have that build up and I'm just like, yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes it's a little distracting, 
Yeah. But then sometimes it just like makes it even better. Yeah. Are you guys, <laughs> tell me if I'm asking too many specific no, questions. Okay. This is great. Are you guys multi orgasmers? Like, can you both have multiple orgasms in a session or what are your orgasms like? Yeah, I definitely can orgasm multiple times. Like a lot, a lot, like right after each other. Cause like I lately, especially when I have a solid orgasm, I'm like, please don't touch me for a little while. Like I'll do other <laughs> things, but just like, I, like she gets tired. Yeah. 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 It gets exhausting. Yeah. Um, she definitely needs some time cause she's, um, pretty sensitive. Mm -hmm. So after that orgasm, she's like, okay, I need a moment. Yeah. Um, I need like a few seconds, but then I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. That's great. So I can kind of go forward and like that's, so we'll just wait a few seconds or a few minutes, but then we go. So our sessions are, are kind of long. That's great. <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah. She, I knew I had an inkling that when I was a, a younger girl masturbating that I was like, you know what? I think, I think I might be a, a squirter. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> Will you talk more about that? Oh and also God. I was going to ask you next about your masturbation practice. So like just yeah, yeah, all yeah. of it. Okay. So, but it wasn't all like fully there when I was yeah. solo. Yeah. So it wasn't until like she was, you know, doing stuff to me and like having this like great orgasm that I was just like, oh my God this is different. This I'm, mm -hmm. I'm wet. Like mm -hmm. it's never been, it's, I will, I will say it's low key. Cause it's never been like what you usually see like in porn or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't like go everywhere. I know in porn I've seen where it's like, like a squirt gun squirting. Yeah. And I'm just like, how? Cause I've squirted, but it's when a person is like vigorously masturbating me or what is that? vigorously manually stimulating yeah. me and then it'll like squirt out into their hand. Yes. Yeah. And like get all over the sheets and I'll yeah. be like, thank God I have a What's the bed protector thing yeah. called? A bed protector thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> we call it a bed condom. A bed condom! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my God, brilliant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, it's time to put the bed condom on. <laughs> it's been great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it happened and it was just like wet going down my legs. This is when it, it first happened when I was... Um, doggy style actually mm. it just hits a, it hits oh, so such you a, really like doggy yeah style. That's it hits great. such a perfect spot yeah that I'm just like wow this is it so yeah it just went everywhere that's awesome. I was like this is amazing this okay. feels amazing mm. and people are like are you sure like you know the r regular questions of like okay well are you sure you're not paying or whatever and it's just like it there's yes, a there's I'm a, sure it's a different yeah, thing there's a different feeling yeah when it's like an orgasm kind of like I'm coming yeah. rather than like I'm peeing. Yeah. So yeah, that's, it's been happening. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you still masturbate on your own? Oh. How do you like, how often? Yeah, we, we definitely masturbate on our own. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and she's looking at me masturbating and I'm just like, oh, like, hi. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, sometimes we will masturbate in front of each other mm. um, or on our own time. That's hot. Yeah. How do you like to masturbate? Um, I pretty much like to use my hands. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I can make myself masturbate really quickly yeah. and easily just because, you know, I know my body. Yeah. When I was younger, I did have one of those like incognito like lipstick vibrator. Yes. <laughs> yes. The little bullet thing. Yeah. yeah. But that was pretty much it. Um, I never had my own dildo or anything um, just because like, you know, being around family or being around roommates and high mm -hmm. in like college, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it's a little too risky. So that's why like the, the lipstick was a thing. Then after that, I was like, oh, whatever. Um, it felt great. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely enjoyed feeling myself. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely one of those persons who I'll like look at myself and I'll like immediately get aroused. Okay, I love that. Please talk more about yeah. that and in detail. So like, I never really got into porn mm -hmm. growing up. Um, sometimes like when I was experimenting with it, uh, this was when I was repressing my sexuality. <laughs> I only watch lesbian porn, mm -hmm. but, and that was it. And I was like, okay, maybe it's not really my thing. Yeah. I never really fantasized either. I would Same. just, yeah, yeah, I would just like sometimes, you know, the random like, oh, I'm touching my boob or whatever. Yeah. But then I'd be like, oh, <laughs> okay, this feels good. And I would just like make myself aroused mm. or just like looking at myself. So a lot of the times I would just 
mass rape because I aroused myself. That's great. Or I just can you just say that again? <laughs> just yeah, I'd masturbate because I aroused myself. That's amazing. <laughs> I fucking love that, you guys. Like how, yeah, please go masturbate because you love yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, you're arousing yourself. It's definitely fun masturbating in front of a mirror. Yeah. If you're if you're into that. Where do your fingers go? Are you an outside masturbator? Do you go in and out? Do you go around? Like what is, is it one hand, two hand? Like, will you tell us um, the, the, yeah. Because I, I mean, think that's so interesting too. I've experiments with, uh, experimented with both. Yeah. When I first started masturbating, I would go inside, mm -hmm. but then I just started exploring more with the clitoris and I was mm -hmm. just like, okay, this is great. So I kind of like start there and then to like, I guess, tease myself. So I'm like, all right, yeah. let's do this. Let's yeah. do the thing. And then I'll go inside or just finish with just like clit stimulation. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Do you have any fantasies on your sexual bucket list that you care to share? Yeah. I'm not sure how likely this is. Doesn't matter. It's just a fantasy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my girlfriend and I, we went to go see a play mm -hmm. and it was in a round. And my immediate thought was like, wow. And I, I just whispered over to her. I was like, I want you to fuck me on that stage. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Just to have like, so I guess my fantasy would be people watching us have sex yes <laughs> in that kind of heightened yeah. environment too was yeah. this indoor or outdoor stage it was an indoor stage indoor it was very intimate stage. oh wow very intimate um would you was, guys ever consider going to like a play party um i don't think she's comfortable yeah uh she's very shy mm -hmm. um and i am as well with new people mm -hmm. um but just like it took her a while to have the uh, the windows open for mm -hmm. just like in the bedroom having sex. I like, I like it. I'm like, I don't care if people listen. But she was all, a little shy about it, you know. I get that. I actually still <laughs> close my windows. But that's also because I'm I'm oftentimes getting hit as well. So I feel like it's just very alarming for anyone that might like a glance. That I, have those. <laughs> I mean, you can see how close those windows are. I don't know. <laughs> uh, conveniently, there's a tree in front of the window. Oh, good. So there's a lot of leaves. So no okay. one can see. Okay, that's can great. Hear? Yeah. Um, yeah, we... We have a a riding crop too, so mm, do you guys use that? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fun. Yeah. Well, well tell me tell me more. <laughs> I definitely want to incorporate more because I'm really into BDSM. Which side? On which side are you? Oh, there's it's hard. It's both for sure. Mm. Like I enjoy being the dominant but also the submissive one. Awesome. Um there's not really like a a more. Mm -hmm. Um I guess if I would I guess this would be kind of like in the submissive part, but I would definitely label myself as a service top. Cool. Like, I want to do things for you, but bossing around. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want to incorporate more of that. Yeah. So that's why we need a, a little trip to Is she open to that? Room. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. She definitely is open to that. Here's a question. Mm -hmm. What if you guys wore masks to the play party, to this hypothetical fantasy that I'm creating for you? That'd be fun. I mean, I'm just planting seeds. <laughs> just, just throwing out ideas. Yeah. I think th I think that'd be fun. Very cool. Have you guys ever uh, talked about the idea? Are you, are you guys at all interested in the idea of group sex or bringing in other partners to play? Um, that's not really something we've talked about, like head on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but we have talked just like she's pretty mm, i guess possessive mm -hmm. not possessive like no, that's I a pretty it. strong word to use um of like the part like her partner yeah like yeah i want you yeah and i i just want you that is kind of like the me. thing and i i'm i feel the same way with her as well um am i open to it yeah maybe mm-hmm if circumstances yeah. were perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Yes. And if emotions were right and all is well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any best or worst stories that you'd like to share? You've shared a couple good ones already, but any okay. anything else that I haven't, that we haven't gotten to that yeah. you want to share? I can share both best and, yeah. and worst. Uh, uh, best, I would say one of my favorite experiences kind of just happened. Oh. Yeah. There's two, I would say. Once I was like, you know what? I want you to have sex with me, but I want you to 
do what you want, like what pleasures you mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to worry about timing mm-hmm. if you're taking too long or whatever. And yeah, she just took her time and enjoyed herself. That's so hot. And that was one of the best orgasms I ever had. Oh my God. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> so that was amazing. So I would suggest that anyone um, have sex with your partner, but have sex to enjoy yourself, but also make them feel comfortable. Yes. 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 And then recently, um, blindfolding. Mm, yeah. It was, it was a different experience to feel what was happening instead of just like seeing it mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Really great. Really Wonderful. great orgasms from that one too. Awesome. So that was amazing. Great. And then the worst. Yeah. Uh, it was a little scary, but now I laugh at it. We were on a trip <laughs> to Arizona and we were having sex and she didn't cut her nails. It wasn't, they weren't long. They're not long, but you know, even just a little bit can sometimes mm-hmm. be a little sensitive. And it was just at the angle that we were at, I was kind of like pelvis up, head down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess she accidentally <gasps> scraped or cut me in some way. And we just kind of kept going. And yeah, I guess she accidentally scraped or cut me in some way. And we just kind of oh kept going. Goodness. So I was like, ow, that, that hurt. But we kept going. And then all of a sudden oh. she like freaks out because yeah. she sees blood. But it was fine. It like stopped. It was after a second. Oh, no, no, so that's why I wasn't too okay. worried. Okay. Like, if, okay, so if it, it stopped, keep, then it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was it was actually very scary. It was like, oh, no. Is my vagina okay? Am I going to have to go to like... Get vagina like, surgery, yeah, stitch like vagina stitches. Yeah, and I know like kind of it's gonna heal itself right. as quickly as right. it can. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm just gonna like put a little panty liner or something. Like if it keeps, so I can you know keep track of it. Um, it was just tiny, tiny little spotting. It, it wasn't more than the when the initial part. But I would say that was one of our horror stories. <laughs> That's a good horror story. It's like not too horrible, but it's like not great. Yeah. Uh, But now it's funny. I laugh at it. I was like, I'm fine. Good. But after that, she's like, all right. Now you just have to be very conscious about her nails. Yeah. Okay. If you could go back and talk to your previous little self at any age, what age would you pick? And what advice or words of wisdom would you give yourself? Mm, Great question. I would pick perhaps maybe around the time when my mom started telling me those big warnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so around eight to 10, I think I'd just go back and give myself the actual sex talk. I think yeah. that would be just a good start and just encourage my little self to ask questions. Um, and knowing now, like I was never one to really ask embarrassing questions, even though I wanted to know the answer. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, you need, you need to ask this right now. So yeah, I think I'd go back and just give myself a nice, extensive sex talk about men and women, men and men, women and women, non-binary people. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay, do you want to ask me a question? Ooh. <laughs> okay, let's see. Hmm. How did you first learn about masturbation and how like what were your feelings towards it i first didn't realize that it was well let's see no that's not true you know sometimes you think one thing is true but you're like wait that piece is true too i was just (laughs) about to say i didn't realize it was totally sexual but that's not true because i i read about it in a book okay and then i started touching myself and i would touch myself underneath my covers like i would have like a big down comforter at night and so i felt like i was hidden mm-hmm. because like no matter what my hands were doing no one could see not that anyone was watching me in my bedroom <laughs> at night but like but yeah that was and so i started playing with myself but it was very on the outer edges at first like i my feet it was just my two pointer fingers that would like go around my skin and do this like deedly deedling motion and uh and then I learned about the shower head and I was just like all into it but I but I had some shame around it and I remember some vague stuff that I picked up in church I didn't go that often but I knew it was like not a thing you were supposed to do and I remember I started masturbating around the time that I started getting pubic hair Mm -hmm. and I had this idea that like once my pubic hair grew in I would have to stop masturbating (laughs) 
It's just such a bizarre. And to this day, I actually prefer, like I love skin on skin. So I actually do use an electric razor to shave, but it's because I like that that feeling. But that was, there was definitely some like shame or I remember limiting myself. Like, you know, I had an orgasm. I'll only do every other day. Like just these like really arbitrary things that were just like residual shame that was like not my own. Yeah. I definitely understand that. Yeah. 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 What about you? I... I, I knew what masturbation was for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I was 16 okay. that I started. Uh, yeah, I saw boobs in a movie and I was like, oh, okay. I well, here myself. it is. Yeah, <laughs> I want to touch myself. And I was alone. So I was like, all right, this is this is the it. moment. And I went for it and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Did you orgasm the first time? I did. Yeah. I did. Awesome. Um, just because, you know, 16, you already yeah. know what's happening, yeah. what's down there. Um and I, I read a lot of Cosmo because right. <laughs> of my sister. So I was like, okay, I'll try to, I'll try to incorporate it. that. Yeah. And awesome. I did. And then the shame came. And yeah. I was like, oh God. <laughs> Man, like church. Actually, I am so glad that you said that because I, it makes me think about the the shame that we get from, for me, it was religion. From mm-hmm. It was my vaguely, I was vaguely Methodist growing up, but I was just listening to NPR today. And this woman who actually is a minister Nadia Boltz-Weber wrote a book called Shameless, A Sexual Reformation. And she actually talks about the fact that she has had an abortion, but she leads a church. And so I'm so excited to read it. So it just came out last week by the time this episode airs. It came out January 29th. So you guys can go order that. I'm so excited to read it. I haven't read it yet, but I just feel like these are the kinds of conversations that I want us to be having. And I just love that a religious leader is talking about it. So... I would definitely love to read that. Just sneaking into my brain. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you, Alexa, for coming on to share all of these extremely personal, like graphic details with (laughs) me. For our listeners, this is the first time Alexa and I are meeting in person. So we've emailed a little bit, but it's just been 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 so wonderful. Yeah. And it's like a cozy, rainy day and there's a kitty curled up next to me and Mm. it's just like, we're like living the dream. (laughs) 